Check. Check. One, two. Ah. Uh, Check. Crit. <laughs> um. You ever been on a podcast? No. Never. Alex? All right. <laughs> hey, Colin. Hi, Anthony. <laughs> Sitting here with uh, Jane, Mom. Who or what? This is you... my first interview. <laughs> Yay. Okay. With the room noise. I'm going to do like family and I'm going to run through the five questions. Okay. And then I think it'll be interesting. Same. You're going to line them up after, like everybody. Question one, pew, 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 pew. Question two, pew, 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 pew. So five questions. Everyone's doing the same questions, same order. And then I'm going to put them together and it'll be like. My um, narrativizing mind is very active. It's this invisible frame of reference that you carry in your head. Life presents all sorts of adversity, and some adversity doesn't feel like adversity. It's sneaky. Could I um, interview you for my space gas? For my space gas? What the hell is going on here? Get some opinions. So, question number one, Alex. Who or what do you appreciate most right now? Right now, I would say my dad, I think. Just having done the trip with him, and this was a pretty cool experience. The fact that we were able to even do this. Um, He's always been the biggest rock in my life. He has been the hugest supporter. He's the most selfless human I know. Um, I mean, all of my family. Being able to see you guys was really, really cool. But, uh, yeah, this trip was a lot about him because, uh, you know, he didn't know his family and we got to see a part of that that uh, we didn't even know existed a few years ago. When was the last time we seen each other? Was it as well, seven years ago? Did you come back? You came back to Ontario. I think that was last time, but the last time I'd been out in Golden was 14 years ago, I was 16. Hmm. To put people into context, um, you guys are just driving across the province in self-discovery, kinda. Yeah. Yeah, dad's self-discovery. Yeah, my dad never met his father. Um, didn't know he uh, he was adopted until he was 14. Long, long story. But um, yeah, we have the same grandma, just different fathers, different grandpas, I should say. Question number one. Yes. Who or what do you appreciate most right now? Family connection is what I appreciate most right now. Yeah, and that that can look like my direct family, my girls, my wife, Karen, and that can look like my nephews and nieces and my new family too that I've just connected with up in Flun Flon. So it's like all of a sudden, wow, I got two more sisters and three more nieces and nephews. Mm. So that's that's probably front and center. Yeah. The song yeah. Uh, We Are Family kicks into my head. Oh, we yeah. yeah. And everyone dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just actually sharing that with Chris and Jane that it is my ambition to bring all the families together if possible. And whatever that might look like, whether it's just this, you know, the siblings or everybody that, you know, it's a big country and everybody lives across the country, so it's going to be a little bit challenging, but... That would be the idea. 
mm -hmm. bring, bring everyone together. Oh, bike. You're in. Yeah. You're in. We'll give you a, a month head start because you're probably <laughs> going to be uh, Winnipeg. For real. Yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah. who or what do you appreciate most right now? What I appreciate uh, are, uh, that's two questions, but who is what I appreciate? It's, I definitely appreciate the fact that um, I have so many loved ones that are well. That's that's what I really appreciate right now in my life. I'm at a great spot. Mm -hmm. I have all these who's that are really well. Great people. Nice. That's what I appreciate. Yeah, sometimes people can't think of what, so then there's the who. Well, that is the what, and, and it just it's the people. So that's that's answers both. Yeah. Nice. Who or what do you appreciate most right now? Who or what? What would be my health? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it would be, I think health is something that you can't buy with money, and it's very important. And there's nothing bigger than having uh, the ca capacity to feed yourself um, organic foods, something from the earth, stay away from inflammation due to COVID, because that's obviously a polarized subject right now, and having the ability and the choice to put things into my body I want, not what the gov government makes or the government chooses to tell us to do. So I would say health is very important. And what was the other part of the question? Uh, it was more like if you didn't have something... You maybe choose someone. Oh, I have everything I could ask for and more. Now I'm absolutely in a state of gratitude every day. I wake up happy, feel blessed. I have purpose, I have a direction, and I have um, wonderful cheerleaders in my life. Feeling blessed. Feeling blessed. So you get to pick who or what. So if you can't find a what, you can pick a who, or if you got both. Hmm. Seems like... There's no wrong answers. Seems like it should be a who if the who would be the emotional answer. The what would be the physical answer. Um, okay. You know what? I appreciate, I appreciate the warm weather the most. And I've always just loved the warm weather so much because you can, you can just wear shorts and you can just wear a tank top and... You can go to bed in shorts without a blanket on. You can always have the windows open and it just feels nice. So I appreciate the summer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Question two. What is anything you would change about yourself? <sighs> could be physical, could be mental habits, could be dropping Honestly, the idea of your I don't know self. I of course there's little things like I think everyone you know has their own insecurities and wants to change little things maybe about themselves but in the big picture I like who I am I like most of what I've become nice and there's no wrong answers here <laughs> yeah yeah no of course just uh like yeah I'm sure there's there's little things um I feel that my anxiety is getting worse as I get older and so maybe fear or like learning to navigate that part of my mental state but physically mentally emotionally 
I mean, I'm human, but I think I've accepted that I'm human and I like that I'm human, so. No, there's not really anything. How about you? Boom, served. <laughs> Question number two. Okay. What is anything you would change about yourself? What would I change about myself? In the present or in the past? Um, I was thinking could be physical, could be mental, could be anything that you apply to your ego or ditch the ego. Um, but on a go forward basis. I'd say now. On a go forward basis. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I would like to be more uh, not assertive, more open about belief systems. I'm pretty quiet, so here I am being entertained by a young man that's got beliefs that I share, and he's out speaking it and doing it. Mm. Um, I find myself reserved because of uh, what? Because of fear of people judging me, perhaps, mm. um, and consequences, because I live in a world where I live and where I work. Um, it's oppositional to these changes to some degree. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, that would be, not, not that would be, I'm going to say this, that is my, my mission to change. Cool. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. real. The, I think it's in us, the natural flow of the universe, the stars and how the earth was together and like what feels right, like positive, love, like things that are efficient, like. There just seems to be answers of truth that just aren't wrong and kind of everyone can agree. Mm -hmm. People can argue. And I would say yeah. school systems and uh, school systems trained us a little bit, but the biggest thing is we are pack animals and we do fear losing our pack. If we speak out and offend them, we could lose the pack. Yeah. But uh, it's wild. Pack can be going a full other direction, and some leader in it, or some, maybe not even an alpha, will speak up and be like, "I think the whole pack is going the wrong way." Everyone be like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> if they're wolves yeah. or yeah, um, I totally agree. And and uh, it just it takes courage to be that lead, that that pack changer. Mm. So um, yeah. As we, as I go forward, I think that's what I would change. Awesome. Instead of sitting in the back, not voicing, not <laughs> educating, not teaching. Yeah. Teaching. Yeah. What is yeah. anything you would change about yourself? Oh, if I could change myself, I'd like to lose 10 pounds. <laughs> no, <laughs> I uh, I think I just make I, I think the 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 longer you live, the more you want to be understanding. You know, so I guess patience would be a good thing for me if I had more patience for more understanding. Uh, and if I, which would involve yeah. So now that I think about it, I need more. I need a different grasp on the time because I, my, one of my biggest,
problems is the anxiety of time slipping away on me mm. at this point in my life. I need to be less anxious about how long anything takes. And that, so sometimes that, if you're anxious, you don't take the time to understand things. So nice. Yeah. So time's all made up, eh? Like the months and how long you think we're going to live. And for, we referenced that with time and years and days Mm -hmm. and like, we made that all up. There's, Mm -hmm. it's just a measure. I mean, uh, you know, a tree's the same height, whether it's in feet, meters or hands, it's, it's just a measure. So yeah, time is just a measure of whatever. But I guess it, for for me, I guess for us, it's a, it can be a measure of our lives in distance. And mm-hmm. some days I feel like I'm, I could be, you know, getting near the end of the track. That's all. So the concept of time wears on me and makes me anxious. That's obsessing over... Um the meters or the feet or the right what if we thought of it like because couldn't we reference time with food that you ate like like not even we can't it's hard because our only concept of what we know for our age which doesn't need to be obsessed with because we made it all up because we have an idea of age giving us something in reference to just a bunch of other things, some small patterns. What if just food was time lived? And once you had 20,000 burgers, right? That's it. You're up. That's your 20,000th, and you just don't eat some because you don't want to hit 20,000 sometimes, but sometimes you just eat three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still got 17,000. You? Mm, 19. Oh, you, how much are you eating? Mm-hmm. these days no time it's just burgers I'm pretty timed out on beers <laughs> <laughs> I've had a uh, real good time there actually if you ever want to measure my life in beers it's been really good <laughs> <laughs> is it slow time or speed up time well I certainly feel like I've had my fair share I think it slows it down Yeah, my problem is I get so busy with not wanting to take time that I actually don't eat. Mm. Some say it's good for you, though, not eating all the time. Anyway, number two. What is anything you would change about yourself? (laughs) I know this is going to be funny, but nothing. Honestly, like I just, I'm really proud of the journey I've taken, the steps along the way, what I've learned, um, created my own reality, and I continue to do so. I'm a champion. I've learned to put the oxygen mask on myself first. Then I can help the people I love the most, that have my back, that I truly respect and admire. I would um, probably change if something I could learn about respect sooner. And I would say to people uh, that are younger, uh, take care of yourself and then you can help others. Don't help others first because you never have a time to kind of uh, heal and take care of yourself if you're too busy taking care of others. And it's been a huge life lesson for me is that 
um, it's really important to uh, be in the moment with yourself all the time so you can create moments with other people, genuine, authentic, in the values of love and gratitude and all those things that matter, not sort of social reasons to be who you are, what you are, what you're doing. You do them for yourself. Question number two. Nice. What is anything you would change about yourself? One more time. <laughs> Question number two. What is one thing I would change about myself? What is anything you would change about yourself? Oh, God. That's a good question. <laughs> um, okay, I think I'm... I'm... Things I'm actively changing right now are... Um, one, being... Uh, musically, I'm changing my piano skills, and I'm trying to focus on that. And... Two, I'm changing my bank account. I got a job, and I'm trying to put some money into it. Lately, I've been taking money out. been taking money out for too long. And three, I'm trying to change my... Uh, I'm trying to be relaxed, and I'm trying to be vulnerable, and I'm just trying to be myself. And it's an everyday battle. So... That's what I would, if I could just like get every, all those things to the point where um, they will be in about five years, then uh, that's what I would change. <laughs> no, no, this isn't about me. Mm, why not? Question, you can answer that. Question three. <laughs> I may, uh, may get someone to read him back to me, but uh, thinking of all sorts of people, mm -hmm. what similarities do you see in us all? So when I try to express with that is mm -hmm. everyone on the planet kind of what similarities do you see within all humans oh how do i word this the older and older i get the more i realize that we're all just trying to figure it out <laughs> <laughs> you know like you 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 think you're conversing with someone who knows everything or who um Oh, especially being a child. Yeah, yeah. Parents. You know, you think that that person just has it all dialed and like, okay, like I'm talking to someone who really knows their shit. But the reality <laughs> is we're all just trying to figure it out. We're all still, you know, navigating our own lives. So the more and more I realize that, the more and more, you know, peace you feel too. Hmm. We're all in the same boat. I think. <laughs> Question number three. Thinking of all sorts of people, what similarities do you see in us all? What similarity do you see uh, in all of us? People. So, the, to me, the, the similarity would be... Um, there's two things that come to mind. One is that in the right atmosphere or environment we all have empathy but not everybody can express it without having that that environment to support it I know it's there so and largely on one-on-one -on -one. so again back to the group trying trying to 
have people be empathetic in a group is is more challenging than when you bring them as individuals mm. because of that ego. Don't want to be different than the pack. Don't want to, you know, ruffle feathers, whatever. So em- empathy is certainly uh, a human trait that, that we all share. The other one is, uh, I'm going to call it shadow. We all have a shadow. And that shadow is um, the opposite of love and opposite of what I would call good. So it plays out. Um, so if I speak to my shadow, it would be um, that if I have fear, I will do things that would be uncharacteristic of my true, authentic self. That's when I'm operating from my shadow, not from love. Mm. On a base point, people do say we're moving through love and through fear and um, the base root of everything we're doing if you keep looking back is it like actually you're scared to leave your job it's not I'm trying to feed my family I'm trying to do this I'm trying to and you've been eating for every day in your life sir (laughs) is there something that you don't actually have are you moving with love are you moving with fear right Mm. you ever read the course of miracles no so it is a spiritual journey it's got a really interesting um beginning um so uh, it's a worldwide movement per se um i would highly recommend looking up it's called a course in miracles Mm. and just get the background to the history of it but the key element of the Course in Miracles is we operate from one of two emotions. You're either operating from love or you're operating from fear. And you can put a whole bunch of other names to fear, grief, sadness, anger, you know. There's mm-hmm. a long list and you can put a long list to, to love as well, but you are either in one or the other quadrant. Mm. And so, yeah, that's that shadow is the fear base Yin and the yang. dark side the versus dark side. the light side oh gosh and we all have it we all have it and then one is just feels right or one feels more lovely one feels as opposed to the base root of the other is rushing or um it's it is really deep because it feels like we, speaking on the jobs point of thing, you think you're doing the right thing and you don't feel like you're rushed or anything. You just, your whole life has been shaped on fear potentially and you just feel as if, well, we do this this way because we might one day be at war. We might one day not have what we have. And I think that's still coming from a place of... Fear, fear, absolutely. Though someone could say, "Hey, we, but I love my people, and I want them to be well." When others are not, I, intrinsically, we know when we're operating from one or the other. But you have to have—I have to have the consciousness to to wake from it. Yeah, yeah. But I'll uh, I'll send you a link to. I'll give you that uh, course in miracles. Great. Yeah, yeah. You'll enjoy it. Question three. Thinking of all sorts of people. What similarities do you see in us all? 
All sorts of people around the world. People. What similarities do you see? Hmm. Well, the only thing, it's like the saying, the only thing for sure is uncertainty. And <laughs> what, I mean, what I do see is the only similarity we seem to have is that we're all different. Mm. Uh, and the sooner you realize that, I think the better. There's not two of us the same on this planet, I think. But uh, similarities, the similarity is we're all different. Okay. Uh, Question number three. Thinking of all sorts of people, what similarities do you see in us all? In all sorts of people? Yeah. I would say in all sorts of people, I see a hunger for validation for what we do with our actions and our time. We're constantly looking for this place of a spiritual connection that we don't maybe understand that we understand the spirit. I think that most people are literally looking for a healthy ear, a healthy, uh, someone to, to, um, maybe trust and believe that, uh, your intentions are right. So I would say, what was the question again? <laughs> Thinking of all sorts of people, Thinking what similarities do you see? In similarities are, I'm thinking in a specific group and tribe that I would say I'm close to is fitness, uh, putting stuff in your body that's really important to you, uh, taking care of communication so that uh, it it um, feeds you harmoniously so that you can uh, learn and cherish maybe their values and grow from them as well as having your own. So having a safe env environment for communication, I would say, is what I see in my tribe right now. Question number three. Thinking of all sorts of people, what similarities do you see in us all? All sorts of people. Okay, question number three. Thinking about all sorts of people, what similarities do you see in us all? Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind is facial, express uh, facial expressions. That is the very, it, it was just a visual flash when I thought about the answer, so... I think smiling, conveying good emotion, um, looks of surprise, looks of relaxation, and looks of maybe frustration. I seem to see that among all of us. Hmm. That sounds fun. That sounds like a pretty sweet head you got there. Question four. Okay. What do you think humans are supposed to do on the planet? Hmm. What are we supposed to do? What are humans doing here? I mean, to say live is really bland and cliche, but um, to live, to thrive, to explore. I don't know, are we all just searching for answers? Is Are we it, trying it? to find out our 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 peace between each other? Yeah. One thought of mine is we are kind of on the same topic mm -hmm. of the last question. We're Earth's consciousness, mm -hmm. and then so we're and when we figure each other out, we also figure out the Earth out, and that's the Earth figuring itself out. 
with its consciousness. Say True. The, say True. the Earth is there, right? And it's got its brain. And the brain yep. is humans. <clears throat> Maybe. So what is the Earth doing, then? Oh, it's God. like, it's such a crazy question. I don't know. Why does this all exist? Yeah, what is time? First first uh, thought that comes to your head, what do you think humans are doing here? <laughs> Say it. Mm, consuming. Consuming in every degree. We, I mean, we consume to live, we consume resources, we consume everything. It seems. We consume our views, we consume our our thoughts. I don't know. Consuming. True. <laughs> it's like we consume um sometimes consuming things is just fun or things that consume yeah. a lot. Yeah. We see Which something is and we want it. It's weird. Yeah. It's instinctual, it's uh yeah. Maybe it's a sickness. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. <clears throat> Question number four. What do you think humans are supposed to do on the planet? Have an experience. It's pretty simple. Yeah. We're all here to have an experience. Every human. Yep. Yep. What, so the, the question Alex and I have been asking ourselves as we've traveled across the country is, whose dream is this? <laughs> did I make you up or did you make me up? Oh, gosh. <laughs> A poetry teacher in high school once brought that to our class. And man, was that ever confusing. What? What do you mean? Whose dream this is? We're all here, are we? <laughs> so, yeah. I think of that when people are going through something hard or it's a challenging decision. I just say... This is a test for you. This is all about you. And this is what you're gonna get through. Because none of us matter through this. Don't worry about what we're all thinking and doing. We're here for you. Or maybe this is all just for you. And this is all designed for you to go through. Because it's not, it's not any of us, it's you. No, and then it's, that's how I think maybe it's me. And it's just this, Thing I gotta go through, through the body, through the, through my experience, and I don't think we can live empathetically enough or live in the eyes of other people enough to say that it's anything but ourselves. The expression uh, often used is "it's all about me," <laughs> and it is all about just, me. Just not being like rich. It's all about me, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Question number four. What do you think humans are supposed to do on this planet? We got a dog in the room. What? Well, I think that humans are were put on, are. Well, why do I think humans are on the Earth? What do you think they're? What is the? I think it was just another bit of magic, just like why anything else got put on the Earth or why anything's on the Earth. I don't know that there is a purpose. Uh, what it's I know mm, I know what humans purposes are not or what, what I don't believe if my purpose is like I as in like you know serving a god or anything like that but I don't know if we if there's a other than be, being part of some kind of ecosystem 
at some point in time, which I'm not even sure we're part of anymore, <laughs> but I mean, I'm almost certain at one point in time we were just another part of a, of a biological ecosystem. Then hmm. it uh, seems like now it's somehow tilted, maybe out of control. Even the question, I read it back to myself. I thought, I hope it doesn't bring on the spirit that we are on the planet and we are different from it. It's That can be very much how this is played. What are humans supposed to do with the planet or what... What do you think humans are supposed to do on the planet? I think they're supposed to take care of it. Mm. That's what I think. I think that we were we are supposed to just live in harmony with the planet and all the other things on the planet. That that would be, I guess, an idealistic. It seems like it. when you zoom out and you just look at the planet and then the things running around it that are shifting it, like how do they not think they're just on it and with it? I think the you know in every aspect we humans should just be as harmonious with the planet as as the wind and the rain and the tide and, and everything else. Like mm. it's sh that's what I believe. If, if I have to answer that question, that's what we're here for, to live in harmony. Oh! Number four. What do you think humans are supposed to do on the planet? Well, you know, there's this kind of data code thing going on that, you know, we're put into um, <clears throat> the planet. And then next thing you know, we're taught from a very young age, yes or no, this is right, this is wrong. And who really has the prototype for all these things like are we meant to inherently become who we are or as young people we get pretty quickly put into a box of this is this is how it's done this is when lunch time is this is when breakfast time is uh do you put the milk in first in the tea or do you make your tea and then add the milk i believe that um we're <laughs> what was the question again it's <laughs> good I, what do you think humans are supposed to do on the planet? Humans are supposed to live harmoniously with other creatures, organically with nature. They're meant to protect it. I think respect nature, use it um, to survive, but also, um, obviously right now, we have an issue with the lumber industry, and I think... Uh, we're possibly getting a little greedy with uh, how we live and how how destructive we are to become part of, like, lives harmoniously with the earth, but we're not. So I would say that's pretty close to my answer, and I can elaborate more with any questions on Further that question. Further questions, then. Mm-hmm. Matt, don't worry about it. Question four, what do you think humans are supposed to be... Not be. What do you think humans are supposed to do on the planet? Oh, man, these questions just keep getting harder, I feel like. <laughs> no wrong answers. What are we supposed to do on the planet? What are humans supposed to do? What are we doing here? What is it, like, are we separate? What are we supposed to do? What are humans there for? You know, I, uh, one time I asked my uncle, 
I think I was like 10 or 11 years old. I felt young. I asked him, no, I didn't even ask him. I think I asked a group of people, what is the point of life? Because it seems like no matter what you do, all you, all that really happens, you just die. And it felt like at that point, nothing would matter and nothing would be important anymore. So what was the point of anything? And I posed that question because it kind of just hit me, I guess, at the time. And he said the point was to have a good time. And uh, he kind of said it like that. He's like, yeah, the point is just to have a good time. And for some reason, that answer has always stuck with me. I think it might be a little bit more complicated than that, but let's, uh, I think I'm going to leave it there. And, um, by have a good time, I mean, I mean like doing what you love to do, um, doing sports or fishing or playing music or playing chess, whatever, uh, Whatever you like doing is uh, what we're supposed to do. That's what I think. Take that. Last question. <laughs> How are you today? Today I'm good. I am very good. I am a little bit tired, but this is waking me up, so thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> My pleasure. You're the first one to be... Interviewed? Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah, just yep. the beautiful questions. No, oh, I like this. I think it's going to be cool. What do you think makes you tired? Well, being on this trip, being out of my daily routine, being away from home, I think has its natural exhausting factors, but... Um, you usually get excited, too. When you true, and I've gone, through, I've gone through excitement, but with excitement comes exhaustion to some degree, too. Mm. Ups and downs, but... Like I said, this is making me feel more enlivened, excited. So mm. I'm excited for uh, my trip to Kalana, the remainder of the trip, really. So, yeah. Ow. Last question. Yeah. How are you today? Deep breath. Um, a little nervous. A little nervous. Sending my daughter off, who is no longer a child of 30 years of age. <laughs> But on this journey that we've been, this is the halfway kind of point, wishing I could go on with her. Um, yeah, just uh, she's, she's a long way from home. She's on her own. She's traveling through some unknown terrain here as the fires are burning. Um, and then she's got a long trek home. Mm. Having said that, I'm sitting with a guy that knows uh knows that road very well and uh managed to get here right here and now and so she'll come through but yeah mm -hmm. that's that's where my my mind is at so a little bit nervous yeah, a little bit of sadness too because uh yeah i'll be leaving here tomorrow and you guys you know are going to be in the rearview mirror so i know where you live and i know where you are but uh yeah um other than that, uh, joyous because uh, I'm still here spending some time with you guys, and I'm having some unique conversations. One right now, one previously in the kitchen with my brother and and his uh, best mate. So it's mm -hmm. cool, cool.
Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Alex has a big dog. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it still makes me... Uh, uh, stuff happens in this world. and, and Don't uh, come from fear. I, I, yeah. Come from love. <laughs> <laughs> Last question. How are you today? Really well. Thank you. I'm really well. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fat. <laughs> it's so fat. So that saying comes from, we, you've been saying a man, we, a man, uh, we met six, seven, eight years ago, uh, uh, that was in Canada, an African man from a country. I can't remember what country in Africa, but he was a really interesting guy here on a, um, exchange program, a, maybe through a church exchange program. Yeah, and we met him uh, through Jane's sister, and uh, you know he was teaching us some of the traditions of his life, the way they live in his land, and they don't have as much as we have, and they certainly don't have as much food. And it's a compliment to say to someone, basically, you look fat. It means you're doing good. Like <laughs> you look fat. And he had to learn that you'd never say that in North America when you see someone. That's not a compliment. You look fat today. Yeah. You look fat today. So as we all say, we, we're you know, we are so fortunate to live the lives we're living, to be where we are today, and that you know. Some people say rich. We're all rich. I, we are all rich. We're wealthy with not only money, but everything around us, and 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 spirit. And uh, but just for fun, I like to say I'm fat. Five. Last question. How are you today? Oh, today. Well, this is a good day. I mean, I have my three boys kind of um, floating around, bouncing through their own programs here on the long weekend, Friday. So it's pretty nice to see everybody have their purpose and their direction coming from time together and the ability to possibly make decisions in a safe environment and be 100% respected with where they're going, what they're doing in life. There's no judgment. There's no monetary value. Uh, we're cheerleaders. We're not fear leaders. We're just together getting through this world. Uh, really proud of Joel recently doing his um, recent dive work out in Alberta. Obviously Dean, he's with cryptocurrency, learning to do his work in the computer, which he's really good at and pursue music, but also having an authentic passion and drive to become better at his music with his brother Colin, who is also I, I'm very proud of because you are following something that's close to my heart which is preserving uh, nature and being a leader through basically what's happening in Fairy Creek I think you've got great leadership and understanding that it's a lot bigger than you but you can fix uh, everyone can fix a big part of the problem with a small bit of themselves uh, nothing's too big if we make a difference so I would say my motto would be today with you guys is making a difference as small as it can be or as big as it will be. And obviously the Olympics are on, so that's inspiring. Just being the best version of yourself with the people. I think every day if you wake up and you're the best version of who you surround yourself with or it's just yourself, make, make love, make life, and make a difference. Question number five. 
how are you doing today? Question number five, how am I doing today? Uh, okay, so personally, I'm, I'm away from home. I'm traveling and I'm visiting family, and I've been visiting family for about, I guess, four days straight. And I've also been balancing a job with that, remote work. And I think it's about uh, it's about 6 p.m. and I think I'm doing good because I just finished I just finished working and it's Friday so um, points of the day I guess I was really just happy to wake up and see my family and then happy to have a place to work and then happy to be productive and now I'm happy to be done and happy for the evening sun <laughs> okay thanks Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I feel very fat. You look fat too. My dog's a little fat. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Woo! Fudgesicles. Yeah, thanks for the questions. That was eight minutes. You got some tall boys first, Mum. It's good. I got I got one in my hand. It's like. I haven't even got the real answers to this whole fucking thing. The whole fucking scenario. So I like to uh, get the microphone going right away. It's on now? It's on. Chick, chick, ding! Elevator's at your It always store. makes it a little easier. All right, then. We have with me famous podcaster and event coordinator strategic planner at Ferry Creek, Colin Gluckler, and myself, Jane Gluckler. That's good, that's good. And I want to ask you a couple questions today um, in alignment with questions that you previously asked me. So I've um, decided to take this on myself and present you with some questions. Very good. Firstly, number one, one of five, so we won't keep it too long. What do you see the most valuable part of your day? Hmm as the most valuable part of your day? From Waking up rested to being on the phone with a loved one. With It's strange, but I've been addicted to my computer for a long time, or it's been a friend of mine. And being on the computer was amazingly relieving. It's like life is half on that not even though i can't even say that it so must i'm be. hearing you're valuing as part of your day your computer time for whatever reason yeah Maybe let's say one one percent of my life just so it doesn't overwhelm me at all but i was just on the computer all day yeah so a valuable part of that would be communicating through the computer versus communication versus waking up rested uh any part of the day that doesn't resonate with you naturally? Is that question number two? That's part of the first question. That doesn't resonate naturally? Well, probably everything um, from waking up in a really squishy bed to um, f buildings around us. Though they feel natural to my life, I'm just raising an anxiety as I feel we've made ourselves too comfortable. So things that haven't resonated in my life. Oh, the absurd temperatures and the smoke. 
I did some exercise and I felt like I, my lungs were going to collapse. It felt awful. I was so sweaty and just feeling... So environmental conditions are a big factor. Scared. Your day. All right. Fast forward. Moving on. Number two. How, <laughs> where do you see yourself helping out seniors in your lifetime? I think listening to elders and seniors is going to be one of my biggest things holding space which is actually kind of selfish because at that point i'm gonna learn a lot but helping elders oh just with my physical body along the way with my strength my nice very nice my given core strength which they are losing but they have mind that uh i can dig into while i'm helping them great because you do know that your generation is a very important uh, factor to how and our outcome for our end of life because there's kind of after the baby boom we need you guys to be off your computers and maybe physically more present and aware of seniors in your environment wherever that might be in a home or out at the park or at a grocery store let's say perfect next okay Moving into a new phase of place for Colin. Name a victory for yourself personally. Sorry, a place, a time, an event, a top ten. Something that sort of stands out to you as a victory for yourself personally that you may not have seen yourself achieve, but you did achieve. Didn't know you could achieve. Wasn't planning to do it, but something that is top ten. Coming up with just about a hundred songs on my own library i never saw that coming i always wanted that i've been working towards writing music and being trying to be inspiring to others but nice how to get there is to put the work in and then i always said like i'm not doing it enough i'm not writing enough or i'm not putting the work in and then now it just seems like i didn't notice over the years i've accumulated close to 100 songs and it feels it feels awesome it feels definitely like a milestone cut in there and say is it about learning your audience or having the audience learn you as you grow another question (laughs) (laughs) it is tied into this answer oh five minutes in tick 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 oh um so is it about it's having my audience grow so it's the audience is growing through you We're, is a victory versus learning your audience and adapting to them. So I think me and my audience are growing together and I hope that they can feel inspired by what I do and that inspires them to do what they want to do. I hope the vibrations can energize them. Nice. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, maybe it'll pass my life. I'm not expecting that, but during this life during the time that it's passing through them they can feel like i'm making a difference i can do i can do something i can do my drawing i can do my tattooing i can do my construction work i can do my earthwork valuable yeah all right let's move along to number four thanks how often does your inner voice quiet down enough to absorb the outer voice of others i want to kind of what I'm looking for is uh, listen versus speaker. What percent do you feel do you bounce around from? So you're asking, like, do I speak from listening or do I speak from thinking about others or do I speak from myself? 
how much is your inner voice quieting down enough to absorb from others versus when other people are talking, uh, you're not absorbing, but you're kind of moving forward with your own dialect? What percent? Let's let's start with a number. Okay, this is a hard question for me to absorb. So it's my inner voice, which is my feelings and how they come up. Self-talk. Okay. I've are you self-talking of... right now or are you absorbing? At the more? moment, I feel pretty, pretty present. And so we want a number on how present I am or yeah, how... Yeah, just throwing it out there, like listening versus speaking. So at any given time of day <laughs> when you're with another human in a room... How much are you actually hearing your inner voice, whether it's like, oh, I should go for a run, I need to meditate, I need to eat. How much are you actually absorbing the presence of the room, the atmosphere of other people around you? Uh, 50-50? Are I want to say 50-50. Yeah, that's, that would be a hard one to get to for most people. Ooh, true. Well, that's very less is, selfish. In it's a good. Sense. Good, yeah. Well, it's you such can, a good balance. If you can maintain 50-50 and you believe you're doing that, that's awesome, that's great. Continue. As opposed to what? Like being less Well, sometimes present? they say that uh, listen um, three times to speaking once or something. Like you got listen. two ears and one mouth. Okay. Born to listen. So there's another. Now, last one. <laughs> this is number five? How close are you to living in the moment? It's kind of tied into the last one. How close are you to living in the moment, and how can you change that or advise others to do so? Hmm. That is under the question of if someone wants to learn to live more in the moment. What does that mean to you? There's a trick of being present with your body in the moment as opposed to listening to that dialogue. So... I heard it on um, the show with Duncan Trussell, Midnight Gospel, and his mom talking. His mom's had cancer for a lot of years. She may be dead now. But feeling the energy inside of your hands, if it's blood you believe in moving, or if you believe in vibrations, if you believe in color, if you believe in electricity, you can feel that from your fingertips down to your wrists and then feel it in both hands going to your elbows and your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Feeling that in the moment and then feeling your legs at the same time from your toes up to your hips, both, both at the same time. You can close your eyes and it makes it a little easier. But from there, listening to what you hear around you and then seeing what's on the back of your closed eyelids or imagining or letting your brain imagine and just keep if you're thinking about it don't stress but try to feel the energy inside of your arms and legs or listen bounce between those and see what you can see on the back of your eyelids you are very much in the in your body at that present moment and you'll see what's going on you'll see you'll be able to see directly what thoughts are coming up in comparison to feeling the inside of your body. Wow, it's quite complicated for some of us. Now, if we were just, let's say, pulling up to the grocery store, no frills, and you want to live in the moment, I'm looking at just maybe how can we, what you just said, apply that to you. Getting out of your car, you know, how do you get in the moment to go now? You're out in public. Uh, what are you thinking about as you park the car? Every day is different. 
uh, <laughs> try not to in the moment. What run. are you doing in the moment? Are you hydrating yourself? Possibly thinking, what do I need in the store? Looking around you in the parking lot, how do I say hello? Are you are you checking? What is this out? question? Being in the moment. Are you just looking at your shopping list, or how are you in the moment in common times of your life? How am I in the moment in common times of my life? Which would be the most easiest example I could come up with is being at the grocery store versus um, I love talking about, I think that's great vibrations and uh, the blood flow and everything, but just applying that to what we do most times in our day, which let's say we have to go get groceries, something like that. And you're pushing your cart through the store, surveilling things in the store. Are you in the moment or are you thinking about where you're going next? Oh, I'm certainly in the moment. I'm scanning everything now for plastic, scanning everything for where it's from. Perfect. If it's in season, how much it's going to cost. This is Thinking about the environment then, in the moment. How do we make a difference? Yeah, which is me. I am the environment. I'm thinking about my own health and the health of every other thing and how far things would have taken to get there. How it's wrapped so in So there's a conscious effort wherever you go, because your philosophy I'm hearing is more about the environment. And then when you go into that store, where did it come from? Did it fly on an airplane to get here? Is it from Cisco? So you're being aware in that moment, wherever you are to um, healthy living. At the moment, yeah, because I want to live. <laughs> that is pretty much summed up my questions and I don't believe there's any more from the audience uh, small audience today a couple uh, teddy bears on the bed yeah there's not too much here uh, it's going to influence this but uh, thank you very much for your time thanks and uh, we'll catch you later on the, on the fly <laughs> on the true glue talks <laughs> yeah there you go peace